We're being more quiet. How are you? I'm great. We're being more quiet. What quiet. Did you say? I said oh, quiet. quiet. Not quite, because you have a headache. I do have a headache. I think it's this uh, change of weather. I don't think we have enough humidity in our lives. Yeah. I don't think it's been six it? weeks. All New Yorkers do is talk about whatever weather is happening. <laughs> What else is there? (laughs) (laughs) So let's get the disclaimer out of the way. This is for entertainment purposes only. This is not a substitute for medical, physical, social, emotional, or mental advice. Well, it is advice. It is advice. But we're not professionals. We're not professionals. It's for entertainment purposes only. It's not a substitute for medical professionals. Going to do And psychological. It's Mm -hmm. just for entertainment. We're entertainment. For reals. Although we're good entertainment. I know. Okay. So um, we're not quite at our first year mark, but uh, boy, oh boy, it feels like, on the one hand, it feels like the year flew by. And on the other hand, I think about where we started from like a year ago, sitting at September. the table. Yeah. And it was, um, well, it was this time last year that yep. we actually like bought this equipment and we're like, what is this? A microphone <laughs> cover? <laughs> How does this go? And uh, I am amazed and how far we've come and it's been amazing super fun and um so there's something to be said about longevity uh in general and sometimes uh, like i've been at my job for 25 years that's a long time and there are some people that are like, that's amazing that's really great and i always say i make a joke that i feel like i lost a bet yeah but it is really great there is um and luckily my job does continue continue to kind of morph into different challenges usually um and uh being there for that long and having that sense of ownership where i work at the theater uh, it does give you great sense of um it's like an accomplishment yeah it's like there's a really good foundation for it and a theme that has come up over the last week or so this conversation has come up twice with a friend uh different friends about uh, now that we're we are women uh, in our late forties, that means that a lot of us have had relationships since we were children, and there are some that I have that I treasure so much, like Kristen, yeah, Photo yeah. Muse, and Nancy, uh, yeah, Nancy too. But then there are others who have also been around for a really long time, and they really are not. <laughs> <adding> <laughs> and you don't want them. Yeah. And you're, yeah. yeah. They're oh, not I adding to the quality of my life. That's and interesting. I have a friend who has a real quandary with a friend uh, who is just like she's finding herself making passive aggressive excuses to not get together with that friend. Right. And the question was, is it easier with that that certain personality one I know would not uh, respond well. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that we could talk about that, but I guess in this waning summertime, I'm and uh, thinking about how far we've come, and there's a little baby on Sophie's boob right now. Yeah. That so things change so quickly and evolve so quickly, and yet sometimes things move at a snail's pace. So I'm like. You know, I guess I'm still kind of meditating on the big world, small world. Yeah, that's what we talked about last last episode. And so I guess I'm kind of there, but I'm there with people this week, I guess. 
Uh, it's uh, you know it, the first thing that pops into my head is like obligation. Are we going back to just because you're friends with somebody for a long time? Right. Do you have to be their friend if you're not ha- if they don't bring? I always say, like, is it bringing you closer to your happiness or is it taking it away? Is the relationship, you know, enhancing your life mm-hmm. or is it not? If it's not, you've got to cross them off. Yeah. And it's, it's easy for like I know you and I are are of similar ilk in that. I, I really don't care what people say. I, my feelings do get hurt. And I do, uh, I am very social and I tend to get wrapped up in some kind of high school weirdness sometimes, even at my age. And I, I but on the other hand, I also have no problem. Like I, I, I don't care. I am, I do speak my truth and I, the consequences, you know, having that bitchy reputation. So did something happen? Like, so why? What are you thinking about? Off. Did somebody? Well, it just so off? happens that this conversation did come up, but it. But um, I recently thought about this person who I knew from high school, long, long time. I never see her really. Right. She shows up maybe once a year, crosses my path. She's not on social media. She does not reach out. Um, she. I feel in the past she has definitely taken our friendship for granted. Uh, doing things like, you know, her husband telling me, uh, let us know when you're having a party because your parties are so fun. P.S. I've never been invited anywhere by them. Not out oh, to I dinner. Know. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I ran into her at the theater in June, having not seen her for a year. Right. And she's like, oh, my gosh, what, you know, what's new? Now, it was June. And I said, Sophie's having a baby next month. And I said it just like that. And she made a face like, what? As if I was telling her my 13-year-old was sexually assaulted and having a baby. That was her face. I'm not right. being blind. Right. I mean, that was her face. And I was, and she goes, uh, are we okay with this? Jesus. And I was like, it's a blessing. It's a baby. <laughs> it's coming in less than three weeks. So, uh-huh. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? And then she said, um, and the father is what in the picture? Like, I'm like, are we like, do we have like dysfunction so far? I know, right? I'm like, yes. 23 years ago, Kathy V, you were in peril. You did have a terrible situation in general in and around Sophie's pregnancy. And it was a real challenge. But that does not set the tone. It's not. It's not it's like a chromosome that you pass on. I d- like, and we're like, it's so insulting. Like, it's so insulting that you were looked at. Like, the, yeah, not, it wasn't insulting. To, you were offended for me. Yes, because and I appreciate. I was that. offended for Sophie and for Sophie. Yeah. Do you know what Sophie's been doing? Her. Yeah. Program? What do the fuck you know do you know, lady? Sophie. Could yeah. Give me a fuck off, lady. <laughs> yeah. And it, it was a lot of like, and uh, that's also the flip side of having a life that you're an open book. Like yeah. I, we, we tell stories. We tell, we don't, we really obviously do. If we have a podcast about <laughs> it, that we're not very secretive people. <laughs> yeah. I guess you could say that. I mean, it just, it's just, I think that happened in June and you know, it's still, it's in my craw. As I don't they know. Say. Why is it bothering you? Well, here's the thing. Hey, it Donna. is a friendship of, it is a friendship of 35 years. But is it a friendship? If the friendship but isn't, it, is it a friendship? Is it or is it just like it's, just it's like an obligational yeah, connection? At this point, I'm well, like it feels like cousins. New. You know, I don't think it's a new thing, but I'm going to say it, an obligational connection. 
Mm-hmm. Like you feel obligated to be connected to somebody because you've known them for so long. Yeah. Like I don't do that anymore. Yeah. I don't care how long. Oh my God. Oh my God. What the <laughs> fuck is that? First of all, we're having a dance party. What it's is Hen- that? It's, it's Henry's phone. Oh, Henry's phone. Henry's phone. It's a salsa party suddenly <laughs> so in the kitchen. I can't get Talk to about it. a mood breaker. It's going to be a background. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, things happen. So. It's <laughs> <That's> ridiculous. <laughs> that ringtone is ridiculous. Listen, he's Dominican. What do you want? <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's an obligation. It's an it's obligatory you know, connection. connection. And when do you right, exactly? So when did you notice that you stopped being friends? I can tell you when that person stopped being your friend. Oh, I, I, I think I know when that person yeah, stopped so being my really friend. Yeah, so really not your friend. For a while. Yeah, not my friend. And when they approached me, and, and you know, I don't know. There, there definitely have been people that I kind of had felt obligated that they're my friends. And then when I see them, I'm just like, I just don't give them anything. And they get the hint. People know. I mean, people can take the temperature people. usually. Sometimes this not. Person, this person Sometimes not. Sometimes not. And, it, it, and then it came up in conversation with my other friend, and she has a friend of hers that she's known, you know, since college. Right. And that. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God, Yoda. Go ahead. Oh. Go ahead. Um, she had a friend from college that is has become incredibly high maintenance, like really, really high maintenance, um, to the point where her family members, you know, dread the visit. That's sad. And it's sad. And she's. You know, making excuses not to right, see her. Right. And the question is, you know, there's two ways to go about this. You can continue the passive aggressive blow off eventual ghosting. Right. Which is extreme. It's the, you know, extreme passive aggressiveness. And the result is the same that that person is not in your life. Or you kind of, uh, you know, attack it head on and you're confrontational in a way and say you know my answer to this yeah you're confrontational i am very com- i mean it's very funny that like i always say i'm the truth seeker you know truth seeker and the wicked witch but i'm much more passive aggressive socially oh really yeah you yes you are yes yeah yeah you, you're very i'm like to the point yeah let's just i can't it's not working out i just can't you know because i think i've wasted i didn't i don't i don't really like using waste you never waste time but i've spent so oh i definitely think you waste time Oh, I don't think so. I think I don't think so. I think you are where you are, where you are. And you need what you need when you need it. But I think that I felt I have felt that um, I had such a rough 20s and I spent my life being afraid so much because of, you know, Patty. Yeah. And our family. So like anything I say, it was like blown out that I just was like, whatever. I think after I finally left the abusive relationship in my 20s, I'm like, what's the worst case scenario? Right. Because I went through the worst case scenario in my life for my life. Right. At that time. Right. Like I've already been beaten up. I've already been scolded out. I've been thrown, you know, so what, what bring it? What's the worst case scenario? So I have no fear. I always say that, um, once you get your ass kicked, like I've been punched in the face in public twice. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, I never, (laughs) and so crazy statement. When that, it is funny. Yeah. It's not funny, but it's funny. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. You guys punched in the face. Twice twice. in public. Twice in public. In public. Um, and both times in those instances, I swear to you, (laughs) they were not provoked by my mouth. I promise. Um, but after that happens to you, um, 
I I, I kind of don't have a fear of like a physical altercation. Yeah, so that's what because you I've already I don't you know you fear what you don't know, and I already know what it feels like to get my like you get over it. You work on like yeah. you really like that's how I think I started, and I started to get more empowered as I got older. Yeah. Like I'm very empowered to have my life to have my own life, my own path. I mm-hmm. have things to do. Mm-hmm. I have a destiny. I have a purpose. And once I figured that out, everything else kind of isn't as, you know, I'm not saying it's not, e- it's not always easy, right. but it's decisions that I make that I yeah. said, you know, I can't sleep unless I confront this. I cannot have this hanging over my head. Yeah. And I certainly can't have people hanging on me. Yeah, yeah. Because that will hold me you back from my purpose. You are very good at culling your your herd around you as they say yeah you really do thank you and in this instance um i really uh the person i'm speaking of like i am pretty sure the next time i see her i'll just be like Listen. i think you should but here's the thing i don't see her. she makes zero effort to see me but if there's a larger Ooh. social it's a situation small world donna a small do you really world. think that after we have this conversation I know. She's gonna show up. we're gonna take a trip to a casino <laughs> and meet them <laughs> In a, in a park and ride <laughs> in a park and ride <laughs> and i just scream out hey <laughs> wait before you get in that bus i got something to say got to you pal to say to you pal i don't appreciate i don't appreciate <laughs> thinking we're dysfunctional we know our function good or not you don't have to I, throw yeah, it in. I, yeah it's insulting it, it was, was insul- it was insulting the way I'm she sorry. implied that yeah, I don't, you know. Sophie was, you know. It goes to show how much she's not your friend because she doesn't know us. Oh yeah. It goes oh, to yeah, show when so somebody much assumptions that based on we I have a problem with that smack. with people in our lives who knew us as children who still think that the way be- we behaved back then. I mean, I know that when you get together with old friends and old family? habits and An family, old family, that's what oh, I'm saying. Oh god, the family is that. Um, you do fall into roles sometimes. It's very easy to kind of fall into the pick up those relationships. Yeah, yeah. But the assumption about like who I was when I was ten years old, um, dealing with a mentally ill sister who was right. embarrassing me all all the time. I was struggling with my own like ugliness and getting you know made fun of. Was I a tomboy? Was I not a tomboy? Right. The struggles of my mom's depression showing her way me figuring out like having to take care i didn't have to take care of you i chose to like i'm now getting my little sister on the bus for kindergarten because mom didn't want to get out of bed and so that little kid maybe she didn't know how to play games fairly or maybe she didn't know how to express herself right or maybe she didn't know um that she was hurting people's feelings uh, because i was I was repeating learned behavior around me. I recognize what those dysfunctions are as an adult. And I hope to have grown from that. And yet sometimes we find ourselves at family gatherings or social gatherings where people knew us when I was that little girl. Right. And they project that I am that person still. And yes, she's alive and well. She's part of me. She is, she, you know, is me. However, um, I have grown from that, and I would like to think that I'm a I hope more so. well-spoken woman. Yeah. But there are people who just want to say, like, "Oh, you're the one that blah fill in the blank," and I I really hate that behavior. Well, I know I can relate to that because I'm still 12. Well, yeah, you are still 12. <laughs> <laughs> like when when we're around because I was the youngest. Yeah. 
You know, we just had that situation. We went to go see Fishbone. Mm-hmm. Such a great time. Mm-hmm. For everybody who's listening, yeah, who went it really with us. It was fantastic. To, um, oh my God. When I, love I was it. 17 and you were 12 or 13, yep. I would give you my driver's license. That's right. And then I would use my passport. Yes. And my friends would wait in the parking lot with you. Yep. At, or I would wait in the parking lot. They would take you in. Yeah. So it wasn't like Donna Vertoramo. Donna Vertoramo. <laughs> um, they would take you in. And um, we, you would. I would take you to all those shows to t- keep you out of the house, mostly to protect you because I knew where you were with me. And you were the little sister all, you know. I went to protected. shows at 12, 13. Yeah. To the toaster. <laughs> the Cro-Mags. <laughs> <laughs> I, there was a club in Connecticut called the Anthrax. That's the best. We it, saw the toasters. Oh, we, we see the toasters yeah. a lot. But I would take you to these hardcore shows, and all my hardcore friends would just like stand in they front of you, and you couldn't see. <laughs> Everybody would be moshing or yeah. doing a slant, and I would be protected in the <laughs> circle. They were awesome. They, yeah. And it was, was kind of awesome. like that uh this past week it was great i i didn't i and you know what i resort back to that you did because you didn't know how to order alcohol suddenly <laughs> suddenly you were the, I <laughs> the waiter said yeah there's no frozen drinks and, and you I'm were like, like what whatever. flavor <laughs> can i have a margarita what flavor margarita can i have the guy looked at you like what uh, i don't <laughs> drink i don't drink i ended up having a beer i ended up having a heineken yeah that was funny which of course paul we were with kelly and paul from velveteen lounge kitchen Who were like <laughs> and when you went to the bathroom paul was like how could you let her just order that <laughs> terrible beer <laughs> paul's got my back yeah well, uh, yeah, I definitely don't We know. do fall into those roles easily, but it's terrible to pigeonhole people like that. Well, I think that's something that we have to... Pri- you know, I don't think people allow people to change and grow. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the reflection of the person talking. Mm-hmm. They don't change and grow. Yeah, you're right. And so I think that somebody yeah. looking at me... At, not, not that everybody who looks at me that age, uh, it's it's so cool. It's a cool thing. But in in some instances, like where... Somebody would look at me like I was at, at 16, 17. You know, I had a lot of boyfriends. I'm not that person. I know, but I'm not that same person. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm in my 40s. I, you know, I'm happily married. I'm, I, you know, I don't have that same behavior. So to look at me like I'm You know si- that I'm going to make fun of you, like that you could twerk to this day on a, I, on I a wedding dance yeah, floor. Yeah, I could. <laughs> I didn't say I couldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it definitely, to to think that, I guess pigeonhole me as that same person as I was at 17 isn't very fair. Yeah. And I think whoever's and looking at me that way yeah. hasn't changed either. And conversely, um, I've had uh, people, you know, the, you know, children of the 80s, we were like goth punk kids. And the jocks, it definitely was like that breakfast club dynamic. Yeah. And the jocks were so unfriendly and they were abusive and they did yell at us. And there was a particular person in high school who would always look at me and my friend Maria and yell at us that we were dykes and say things like nice head, nice haircut. They would. And one, some, one of his friends like keyed her car. She had a little red Honda. I remember she keyed, they keyed her car. And they were, we were the artsy fartsy kids, right. so we were not the aggressors, I'll tell you that. And what's funny is that we were listening to music that they're listening to now. And they right. act like they were listening to that in right. high school. And it's like, no, dude, you were listening to 38 Special and <laughs> ZZ Top. fucking ZZ Huey Top. Lewis and the fucking well, Boring I News. Do love ZZ Top, yeah. So 
no, you were not listening to Joy Division. No, you were not listening to the Pogues. No, right. you did not see Billy Bragg with us, you dick. And and so, you know, working in a very public place where there's 85,000 people a year. You got to bump into somebody. Are, I'm going to bump into somebody. And there was one, one of those guys who uh, about, I don't know, six or seven years ago was like, hey, Donna, how are you? I'm like, great. <laughs> what were you like? What up? <laughs> like, Punching your face. Pork pie hat now. <laughs> oh, what? And um, he chatted with me like we were the closest of friends because we had a shared history. And right. so I said, um, do you remember taunting us? Oh, uh, we were just joking. I'm like, do you know how serious that was? Right. Like, do you know how, Bu- yeah. you know, when you have a pit in your stomach from fear, like that's yeah. what bullying is. And um, did you end up working it out? Totally. Uh, we're friends now. How great is that? Um, because, That's a great story. Well, I think because I was confrontational See? in that instance, See? I think it was worth saying, I don't think that you realize that. And the other thing, I had a I had a fifth grade bully. His name was Pat. And he made fun of my sideburns and my unibrow. I'm sorry. That's okay. And, um, and so when I was a little kid, every day he made fun of me and my sideburns and my unibrow. He went to a different high school years and years later his daughter is uh dancing in a dancing school that rented our theater and <laughs> he shows up with his wife and his little chubby girl who had a unibrow and sideburns <gasps> looked like a little donna she kind of did she looked like so she could fun. be related to me at that age right and um he was like overly happy to see me and it did give me the creeps mm. and i was like I said, why are you being so nice to me? It's weird. And he was like, why? We had classes together. And it's funny how... He doesn't recognize his behavior. Not at all. Accountability. Accountability. And so his wife was standing there. I was like, well, you were mean to me. (laughs) (laughs) And I kind of was laughing. And he was like, I was? Like, he genuinely... And I wanted... At first, I was like, fuck you. You know. And then then I looked at him in his eyes. And as a grown man, he has... No memory mm. of of what he said to me, and um, it made me think that there was uh, there was a man there was a kid who I know I didn't like I didn't like his behavior and stuff and I was mean to him and I wonder if as an adult I would see him I would actually just approach him and apologize yeah but um you know because kids suck okay kids are evil I don't know why children of the corn Damien awful. Firestarter. They're all true stories. I was a good kid. <laughs> They're true documentaries. And um, and so I said to Pat, I said, uh, you were mean to me. And he was like, what? What do you mean? And I said, you used to make fun of my universe on my sideburns. And his wife was like mortified. <gasps> his wife was like, he did what? <laughs> and then Pat was like, I did? And I was like, yep, think about it. And I actually like was able like... I you made him work it. Did you give him a workbook on this? Did you tell No, him? but you? I actually was like, I remember specifically the first time you made me cry. I was wearing my brown oh argyle my sweater that I got for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Argyle. And it had pink lines in it. I just, just remember that. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, yeah, we were on the bus. We had the same bus. And da 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 da. And he was like, oh my God. And he like, I, I didn't want 
I didn't want the reaction that I got. That wasn't what I was going for. And actually, if I had a crystal ball, I probably would have just skipped it. But I can tell he, he felt Donna terrible. You know what? Maybe he needed to do that. You know, sometimes yeah. we don't realize our behavior yeah. until we're shown. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't recognize that behavior, maybe there's it'll make him think about something that maybe he has done that maybe he can change. You know, just because we're not, you know. Yeah. You know, he he was so like he he was so like I feel like uh, if it was a cartoon, he would have just pulled out flowers from, you know, behind my back and, you know, given to me. He I could tell he felt really, really terrible. And I could tell he was looking at his own daughter. And, you know, things do come full. Oh, yes, they do. My friend. They do. Um, it's interesting. And, and, you know, you say that, you're like, you have to show people how they blah, blah, blah. And so the friend who was like, oh, Sophie's pregnant, really? Right. Like, does she know what her behavior was? And I how highly it doubt it? that yeah, she, because, you know, when you're too. in a bubble, when you create a bubble in your own life, when, when you create a world that it's just you and your partner and nothing else and you isolate everything else, that's the world you know. Yeah. When you're not social when you you know like people who isolate themselves they kind of for a really long time they don't get social cues all she knew was a reflection of what happened 23 years ago yeah she has no idea what we've been doing for 23 years yeah she just sees us once a year and wants the gossip but yeah and doesn't know like when i told her i was married she was like when did this happen yeah I was like, you know what? You weren't there. I was like, nobody was there. I'm like, it's not your business. Yeah. Because I actually, I take that back. I didn't even tell her I was married. Somebody told her that's Henry. Yeah. That's your husband. Yeah. You got married. I'm like, I don't even see you. Yeah, we're not fucking 17 years what old. What is going on? It's okay for me to have a life. Yeah. You know, we were, t- it's just like, I don't, you know, like I said, you, you have to, when people are saying things to you, instead of being react, you know, we react so quickly, is I like to step back and say, wow, wow, where is this really coming from? Yeah. You know, it's coming from a place of you not being social, not reaching out. How important is my relationship to you? Because yeah. I don't really give a shit. Yeah, we're going to take a break. And uh, when we come back, I'm going to, we'll talk about the person who, even if you said something, wouldn't hear you. So that's what oh, we're going to. Oh, who's gonna that? Well, I'll Who's tell you during the break, about? and then we can continue. I don't even know what we're talking about here. <laughs> Always out of the loop. <laughs> out of the loop. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> we're back. Hey, so what up? Uh, we talked about people who seemed receptive to that kind of um, "Hey, you, pal." What conversation? I don't we remember. We just talked. To, you don't remember? It was five seconds. What ago. did we talk about? <sighs> when people, I'm, I swear to God, just I, have, tell, just I have a headache and I just want to punch you. You know in what? Public. <laughs> I want to take you twice? outside in the trailer park. <laughs> twice. <laughs> I'm gonna punch you in the face twice. <laughs> Well, that's the worst case scenario. Oh my god! So, you can, so just um, quickly, quickly, we just talked about people like Pat, like my bully from fifth oh, grade, okay, go ahead. I got who it. was receptive to hearing okay. what I happened. I but it. some of these um, relationships that you've had for a really long time, who take it for granted, like that friend who I actually took, got them out of my life, 
I mean, you know that friend who used to bef- in the days when people still called when they would call you. Yeah, they would call you and say like, "Hey, how are you?" And you're like, "Oh, I'm good. What's up?" And then they would talk for fucking 25 minutes yeah. about what they talked about yesterday for 25 yes. minutes, and then asked your advice. Yeah, and then didn't do anything, yes. and all they wanted to do was talk at you. Yes, that friend. Yes, who now either stalks you on social media and and doesn't isn't productive in any way. Right, right. Or is that person? who still pigeonholes you in the role, whatever role you had in high school when you were happy to read her 12-page notes about the boy who ignored <laughs> 12 her. 12-page notes. <laughs> the notes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yes. so that person, I don't think, would respond to a confrontation like, hey, I don't really think that the way we're interacting is healthy. I think that well, person when is you're not receptive. C- you know what? When you're re- confronting, it's not about changing the person's behavior it's about releasing something you're holding on to because you're who not responsible. You? You yeah. yeah, me. Like if okay. I'm confronting with you, you're n- I'm not responsible for your actions and feelings. If I come to you and I say, Donna, uh, you bullied me. Oh, wait, no, that's a true. I, had to, I can't make yeah, that Yeah, go ahead. Well, let's let's <laughs> play this out. <laughs> no. I'm your older sister. <laughs> no. That's my job. No, we're doing hypothetical. Hypothetical. Hypothetically, okay. Listen, when we were younger and we were friends, um, you you never asked about me. You always talked about your, this is hypothetical. Well, what about the person I just talked about who was like, Sophie is pregnant, you know, who acted so terribly. How would I what confr- would you say? Yeah, what, what would, would you say? What would I say? Yeah. I was like, hey, you know, the last time we had a conversation, it kind of hurt my feeling. You have to use I statements. I felt really disrespected and very mm. hurt that you assumed that I had a dysfunctional family. Mm. And this is what you said. And uh, your shirt was ugly. Oh, and your shirt was ugly. Yeah. And you're an eyesore. And your feet stink. As Dad was saying. <laughs> Dad was saying. And your feet <laughs> stink. You know, I said, yeah. you always use I statements. Yeah. I feel blank when you blank. I feel like you suck. Because. Oh. You have to use the because, Don. Okay. You can't just, you can't I role know. model the just pointing the finger. You have to say why. Right. Because. So that they, and they can just go, well. That's how I felt, yeah. and it's your problem. And you I say, okay, oh, you know what? I and just, then you walk away. You have to do it uh-huh. for you. I'm not having for the a psychological person. breakthrough right now. Like this oh. is therapy without having to spend $120. Go ahead. You ready? I'm ready. I think I'm gun shy because I tried to do that with our mother so much. Oh. And what was her answer? Uh, tough. T- tough. Not my problem. Not my problem. And take this is who I am take me as I am now there are if you are out there listening to this and you live by that well that's fine that's the, but that's you're gonna a good path people. I was gonna say my mo- our mother you can say my mother died alone yeah 100% alone she had two close friends they didn't live nearby we didn't even justify having a public funeral because the only people who would go and pay their respects, which we would appreciate, are yeah. the people in our lives. Right. Because she had alienated every single person. That's interesting. Because if anyone had anything to say to her about, like, hey, I didn't like that, you hurt my feelings, she would reject their position and say, tough, too bad, this is how I am. And I guess maybe that I'm gun shy about that. Well, I'm really proud of you because that's not easy to hook it up. But, you know, maybe this is something we could talk about is that. You know, not everybody's mom. We often don't move forward in confrontation or communication because of how we grew up. And I think that 
recognizing that you're not, what does this person and mom have in common? Because you obviously, if this was a dude, would you have a problem confronting? If this was her partner, would you confront? Probably. Yeah. yeah. But I think he's a moron. Okay. But you don't think she's a moron? Well, I don't have the same shared history with him. I have the shared history with with her. her. Is I think that, that, you know, I remember the first time I really confronted mom when it, it was even beyond the Thanksgiving, which we already talked about, but she said something terrible, mm-hmm. terrible to me, an unforgivable statement about Donovan. And yeah. she told me to give him to the state. Yeah. And I looked at her and I, you know, and I confronted her very, it was very easy for me to do it because it ha- didn't have to do with me. It had to do with my son and me being a mother and you become a bear. Like defending something you love is a lot easier than defending yourself that value and when I said that I said you're not the same we don't have the same relationship and our relationship after that was not the same with mom and I think that I recognize that when you're well you what you could do is when you if this is really upsetting you is that being forward with it and I think you have to detach from her yeah. I think it's I, a I string mean, of history. Yeah, because I, there are things you know when w- we grieve over mom, like the mom's gone. Yeah. Like you know, even uh-huh. though I can feel her in a spiritual sense, you know, I have been able to let go of the things that I can't change about her behavior. Yeah, you know, and yeah. I think that you have to do that when people don't pass either, mm-hmm. and say this is haunting me, mm-hmm. and it's it's making me because because you you feel so disrespected. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm feeling from you. Yeah, is that you're oh, so completely disrespected, and that's yeah. how she looks at our family, and it's about our family. Yeah, if this was about you personally, I remember you having a a great we had a great podcast about somebody calling you a whore, bad cunt, and you were just like, oh, that's fine, I'm fine. Yeah, oh yeah, but it was about you. You were able to just confront it in a way but what i think is holding you back it's it's you're defending your family your yeah. children me and sophie are your children i just have to say that the guy called me a, f- uh, fat, a fat ugly uh, slut you called me a whorebag do you have something <laughs> is that is that how you see me because n- nobody <laughs> except you have ever, I think, called me a whoreback. Well, I don't so I feel like there's a conversation <laughs> right now. I feel like <laughs> I, I have to confront the person. Uh, don't I have to use I, I statements? <laughs> I have never heard you say that I was a whoreback. I don't think I've ever I feel you. very much attacked by that <laughs> adjective nobody's ever You know said. what? <laughs> Not my problem. Tough. Too Tough. bad. Too bad. <laughs> 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 that was not a Freudian <laughs> slip. I just don't remember exactly the words that uh-huh. that guy called you. Uh, you are fantastic. You were not that. Uh, so he called me. I don't know what. Fat ugly slut cunt. I don't something. know. Anyway, the colorful words he used, you were able to like. Yeah. But I think when it comes to your family, mm-hmm. when it comes to people you love, like me, when it came to my children, I had no problem going. It really bothered me. It yeah. really upset me. And why should I let that bother me? It's coming from a woman who yeah. felt failed in her child-rearing yeah. decisions. Yeah, yeah. And now that I'm older, I recognize that. And she was probably looking at she wanted my life to be easier because raising Donovan was not easy. Right. And that was her perspective. But what hurt me the most is she didn't know me well enough that that wouldn't have been okay. Yeah. Because right. I am a mother and that's those are my children. And I got right. their backs. And so I think that that's how you feel about this lady is that she disrespected your family. Yeah. I think you should actually confront. I think you should call her. Like go to her house. 
Yeah. With a bat. <laughs> Punch her in the face. <laughs> <laughs> My last name. You know where I come from. Yeah. I actually, you know. I really I, think you should do that. I think if I see her, I will. But I really am not going to seek her out. I, it's not going to do any good. I really don't but think it's going to do any good. And, and here's the other thing. Here's wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Well, let me finish phone. this one thought. Is that I tell this to Chris Orlando, too, with people who we kind of really don't like, and he doesn't like that, that, that there's a rift or whatever. And I'm always like, what's the alternative? Because the alternative is I don't enjoy her company. I don't like her. I definitely don't appreciate her husband. So the alternative is that if I say, like, hey, dude, you just broke my family, um, and... I want it to be better, blah, blah, blah. And we have a fucking come to Jesus moment. And now she's in my life all the time. If I see her once a year, you know what I'm saying? I understand. So that. the alternative is I, I really don't want that friendship back. You I don't I have to. And you can say, and I'm not looking for a friendship. So I'm it's looking just like a clear breakup I with just, somebody you never see. I think it's a great, I love it. Sometimes you got to break up. Sometimes it takes a really long time. But this is the first time you've complained about this person. Yeah. Well, because every time I see her, it's some other bullshit. That's what I'm saying. Because I'm taken for granted. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think there's a time and a place when it's on your mind. It's not for them to change. It's for you to let go and cut the cord. Yeah. And listen, I could cut a cord just by saying, I'm cutting the cord, you're done. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you have to face what's ailing you in that disrespect i don't i don't i don't like it when people disrespect my character mm -hmm. oh i go crazy don't don't do that i know what my triggers are and i think that you, i think this was something of a trigger for you that here's somebody who pretends to be something she's not that's a trigger you don't like people who are not their face value right you mm -hmm. like people who are themselves mm -hmm. the second this is not somebody who you're not going to see again you are going to see her again eventually you have a, a long history with her and that's really important to you you have I long do have relationships. You have that is really important. They are to important to me. They're to me. I don't care how long I'm your friend. If you're my friend, you're my friend. If you're not, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> no, it's true. I can't. It's true. I can't. But I do. You have you take it very. You that's very important and serious for you. I think you should do it. I no, think I you should. Know. To be continued. But I think you should plan it. We'll keep role playing. We'll keep role we'll playing. Role play. You call me a whore bag on a regular basis. And you'll punch me in my <laughs> face out in the street. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. So I got to tell you a story. I know. But I just, I was thinking about Donovan. Yeah. So as you know, our Donovan had a really rough time a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago. A couple bad. weeks. It was Very really, bad. really bad. Well, he had a lot of change going on because, you know, we just had Nico and he, you know, so I don't have to go into that, but basically it was just, it was a pretty bad week. So, uh, he came home this weekend and, um, I kind of owed him a better birthday. It was a 16th birthday and he always gets spoiled on his birthday. I mean, he gets anything he wants for his birthday. Yeah. I kind of paired out of guilt on his birthday, which yeah. is not a good thing. Well, for his 16th birthday, I wasn't able to really spend a lot of money and we weren't able to because we were helping Sophie, you know, getting ready. Not that I told him that, but we were getting. Are you listening? Are you, you looking at me? were getting ready. Right. I was looking I at the like, baby. Am I boring you? I'm telling a story. We're not recording it video. People don't know what the hell's going I on. I know. I was looking at the baby. I feel disrespected when I'm telling a story and you're looking at other people. Across the baby's eyes. So I he moved was fine. it. But I can do that. Unlike you, I can multitask. I was staring. Now I forgot where I was exactly. at. Exactly. All right. So, okay. 
So I don't even know where I was at. But what I'm going to tell you is this. You were Donovan hates scary movies. I don't know. <laughs> so, so, so fast forwarding. So one time I was calling him. I call him every day. And he was exhausted. And I'm like, Donovan, why are you so tired? And I'm thinking it was the medication. I was calling the psychiatrist, all that. So for a week, this kid was sleeping in class. He was sleeping on the phone at 7 o'clock. Something's going on. I was really worried. So I said, well, you're coming home on the weekend. This was months ago. And so he gets home. And now you're yawning at me. Stop. People can't see. Can you just tell your story? So, So he comes home. And it's really dark in the house. And Donovan runs in the hallway. You know when you're afraid in the dark and you have to run fast? because you're No, but go ahead. Anyway, so he runs into the living room. And Henry and I are watching TV. And it's, and it's like 9 o'clock. And I go, he goes, okay, Mom, this is what happened. I watched The Ring. I shouldn't have watched <laughs> The Ring. And I lost sleep all week. And I was really scared. And we couldn't stop laughing. And we were just laughing at him. The Ring is a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. So he gets scared. So that's why he wasn't sleeping. It had nothing to do Wait, with his medication. What happened with the chips? I'm going to tell you about the chips. Oh, I'm oh, fast forwarding okay. to the chips. So I don't let Donovan watch scary movies because of that. So one time, Donovan calls me up and he's like, Mom, I need to ask you a question because I think it has to do with the exorcism stuff you do. That's what he says. And I said, he's like, I think you have to exorcise the house that <laughs> I live in. And I said, what's going on? He's like, we called Bloody Mary. <laughs> and I said, oh. I said, why are you doing that? You know better. He's, he's spiritually aware. Mm-hmm. He, like when we talk about things, he's, he's brought up. He knows how to read cards. This kid has got it, right? I said, Donovan, you know better. He's like, well, my other friends... I'm like, you can't, you know better. You're enlightened. You know better. You shouldn't be calling anybody. He's like, because they do the pendulum. They know how to make the board in their little writing, in their little kindergarten writing. They're making, like, (laughs) notes about Charlie and Candy. I was like, Candyman. I'm like, stop doing that. Do not call, right, people that. So apparently, I didn't know he this, this was going on again. So he's home this weekend. (laughs) <laughs> getting to the point so he comes home this weekend and donovan loves potato chips in the house in the corner of the cabinet there's potato chips for him i don't like him sleeping in the living room because the living room's attached to the kitchen and he'll eat the food i am exhausted it's three o'clock in the morning and donovan is six feet tall nine feet wide and he makes a shadow that scares the shit out of me <laughs> So I see him in the doorway, and I'm like, geez, Don, Don, what's going on? He's like, I can't sleep. I want to sleep in the living room. I'm like, you're not allowed to sleep in the living room unless you tell me what's going on. He's like, I just can't sleep. It's hot in my room. Fine, sleep on the couch. I go back to bed. I take my pants off because I have to wear pants like Dad. I can't walk around. So <laughs> I don't have a robe. So I put my pants on. I take my pants off. I go to lay down. I'm finally ready to go to sleep, and I hear the potato chips crinkling. And I go, this goddamn kid. So I'm putting my pants on. I'm like getting really mad. And I could hear him kind of like run and then go back to the <laughs> go, go back to the couch. I was like, what was that noise? He goes, what noise, mom? I was like, that noise? I was going to get up and call you. It scared me. I was like, the potato chip bag scared you? <laughs> How did the potato chip bag scare you? He's like, I don't know. It was just the cabinet door opened and the potato chip crinkled. <laughs> and I said, really? And he goes, yeah, I think you should sage it, mom. Sage the house. <laughs> I said, really? So, so, so I, so yeah, you think a ghost, along. right, yeah. right. So I'm like, okay. So I said, everybody's in the house. It's time to go to bed, right? And he goes, mom, 
It was Bloody Mary. <laughs> <laughs> so he's blaming Bloody Mary for the potato chips being He's blaming open. Bloody Mary for... I said, you can't blame that poor girl. You're blaming somebody who's like, <laughs> you didn't even call. You didn't even call her out. Yeah. And he's just like that. I'm going to start blaming Bloody Mary. <laughs> it's like, it's all Bloody Mary's fault. That's anyway, funny. it's not a funny story, but it, like I just feel <laughs> like he's really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I quit the podcast. Oh, you it can't. Was a great quit. story. It was great, Kat. I miss Donovan. Was I was just great, telling a Donovan story, and yeah, he told me I he wasn't coming on it. the podcast because he does. He knows he's going to make us money if he gets on here. What he wants? I said, Donovan, you should join us on the podcast. He's like, no. He's like. I don't want to be on the podcast because you're going to try to make money off me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. that's right. Yeah. monkey. That's, that's, that's right. <laughs> perform. That's I'm going to turn that <laughs> organ grind. I was like, what? I just want yeah. you to have a conversation. Oh, can I bring up something? You can bring up oh, anything you want. So I was listening to you guys, obviously on this podcast and yawning because I'm boring <laughs> yeah. um, about, uh, when people like recognize you as being your younger self and you know letting that go and that you're i'm having a hard time saying what i'm trying to say um but what i have been having a hard time doing is letting it go for myself knowing that i'm not you know the 17 year old girl that i was anymore and that i've moved on so that's another thing that i think listeners should well, you're also only there. 23, and 17 <laughs> was not that long ago. And yeah. so we often feel yeah. guilty for things we've done yesterday. Right. And in the perspective of life, it really was just yesterday. Mm -hmm. We were 17, but, but, but years ago. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? We're talking over 30 years ago yeah. that we were making silly decisions, and we were mm -hmm. trying to figure out our life, and what you were going through is so normal. So mm -hmm. it's just, it, you wouldn't be, nor I hate to use the word normal, but you wouldn't be a, quote, you know, healthy, normal kid, if you didn't go through your crap mm -hmm. and you didn't rebel and you didn't experience mm -hmm. and you didn't do adventure and you didn't try to experiment, it's, it's not, it's not okay not to do that mm -hmm. because then you find out what you like and what you don't like. Mm -hmm. Think about how, who you are now and mm -hmm. what you, who you were three years ago, or four years ago. Mm -hmm. right? Oh my God, just a year ago. Just a year, six mm -hmm. months ago. Mm -hmm. Look at yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, think about your accomplishments now, organizing, uh, organizing your little baby's bottles, uh, mm -hmm. breastfeeding, pumping, uh, mm -hmm. you know, getting clean laundry together, which mm -hmm. was a foreign concept six months ago. You're just... Well, we don't have to put my dirty laundry <laughs> out on, <laughs> no, on the podcast. No, but, I, you know, I was like the same way. Mm -hmm. uh, what I'm saying is that it's just a perspective, mm -hmm. is that we prioritize as our life grows mm -hmm. your priorities aren't going to be the same and it you have to allow yourself to grow like that and not feel guilty about it at 17 years old your priority is to experiment and do crazy things and that that's your job at 17. Yeah, i remember telling you at when you had that for that serious boyfriend for a long time i was like I just don't marry him just don't let him marry, make you get married. Mm -hmm. Like that would be my nightmare. I do know people who got married right out of high school. They're lovely people and they're still together. They have lovely family. That's the very simple life that they wanted. And you're not that you're, you are like mm -hmm. me. And, um, I also was in a serious relationship at, you know, your age or younger than you. And he really wanted to marry me. 
And I really did. I thought I did, but I'm so glad I didn't because, boy, ugh. But that, you know, I said when Kathy was like, I think she's hanging out with people and trying drugs and going to clubs. And I'm like, great. Awesome. This is the this is the time to do it. It's worse when your people get married. Old. Yeah, how many people do we know, Kathy? How many Kathy, people do we know who that are four like years old pulling shit like they're that? They're finally divorced. They're finally yeah. finding themselves. They're having crazy sex with weird strangers. Yeah, it, not making safe choices. And then they call me up getting and say, fucked I need a reading. Up. Can you can you yeah. tell me about? <laughs> I need a reading. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's true. Yeah, I don't it, know what to do. Yeah. It, you know, and I say that all the time. I, there's not a moment in my life that I absolutely, I regret because I have, you know, you have a long life, you know, mm-hmm. life is long, life is long. And Pop-Pop used to say that. He's like, yeah. you got to live like you're living forever. You can't live like you're going to die. You got to live like you're living forever. And you got to invest in that. And in order to invest, you got to know what works and what doesn't work for you. And I think that's, that's part of the thing. So letting go of decisions that we make as kids, you get a free pass. Mm-hmm. But Sophie has a good point about um, if we do find. I do. F- Hold on. We can't. Have Sophie has a good point in the fact that sometimes we make choices and 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 uh, p- take paths that are. Uh, predictable for us like oh i i oh, always is it going to you know going to school it, the expectation of life right, like my right. parents expected me to yeah. dot 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 you fill in that and then they realize that's not the way to go well, i was thinking more smaller than that i wasn't i remember <laughs> I, re- I was the i think out of the group of friends i had i was the only one that didn't go to a uh, big school yeah out of, i yeah. went to duchess yeah yeah and i and i and I remember my friends just kind of looking down. Oh, totally, hundred percent. And I was just like, I, yeah. I was like, but I have a sports car. Yeah. I got an apartment. I got I every know. boyfriend I want. And I'm going to I Dutchess know when I was and I have 30, three jobs. I was like, I don't have any debt. And I was I'm happy. I'm going to Las Vegas once a year. <laughs> I was like, and I'm so happy, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know. But I'm glad because I don't have that conventional life. I can't yeah. have a conventional life for what I do. I didn't know I was going to do this in my life. You have to trust that. You have to trust your path. I was. I wasn't talking about that, but I kind of was. Not, that's <laughs> not that it's not the point. Well, the point is like making decisions when you're young and not, f- you know, like you know, regretting things that you might do. No, I was people saying, looking back at you because you made decisions. What I, I was, was talking saying. more about like self-fulfilling <laughs> prophecy. Oh, what are you? Mm. What are you saying? Oh, I was just I saying was that you gotta listening. let go of who you were in the past. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like that you make yeah. like, oh, I was the girl who would date right. anyone, mm-hmm. so I guess I will go out on that date. Mm-hmm. that's what i mean right. or i guess i was the one like um you know even uh in the last i think five six years uh chris and i have stopped our drinking habits the way we were mm-hmm. in, in that if i had the opportunity to get drunk in the environment where it would be acceptable to be drunk i would be drunk and because um, i enjoyed it uh and then Chris and I had a couple of bad instances and we were like, okay, just because we can doesn't mean we should. And just because we always did doesn't mean we will. So I'm going to break that pattern. So that was a conscious, like, oh, we don't do that anymore because even though we did do that, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like if you were the kind of person who always had a messy room Mm -hmm. and you're like, well, that's just who I am. 
you know, a cluttered mm-hmm. desk means a smart or whatever the fuck that is. I hate that expression. Uh, no, that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. You can change that. You can change <laughs> those habits. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, I had a funny Donovan story. Now I can't remember what I, I was going to say. I'm just missing him so badly. Yeah. I don't know because it's been vacation time. And I, I do. Uh, I think I told this. Did I tell the story on the podcast what? when he called me and said, Antonio, will you... Well, can we go to Las Vegas when you're 18 years no. old? No. And I think I did, but I'll say it again because um, Chris said it to me recently. He called me, uh, well, if he's 16 now, so he must have been 13. And I think it was around the time you were allowing him to start watching PG-13 he's movies. He just started his first set of boobs. So, uh, and all of a sudden, the world just became very sunny for him. <laughs> it, was, it was sunshine. He was sunshine. So he called me and he was like, Aunt Anna will you take me to Las Vegas? I was like, sure, when you're 18 or 21, when we can enjoy life or whatever. I said, sure, when, you're, when you can, I will. Of course I will. And he's like, I just see us getting in the car and taking us where the, where the night, or going where the night takes us. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, D-man. Let's do we're it. We're going to go where the night takes us. <laughs> and so Chris says that to me when we're like, all right, let's just see where the night takes us. <laughs> I'm like, he was watching like Fast and Furious or something. Yeah, he's he's definitely doing that. We saw we went out to the movies. We saw the Equalizer. I and really, it, yeah, it was not good. You should have seen the Meg, because Jason Statham has That's all a you want to do scene. is see for for eight or nine hey, fifty. Don't, don't for fifty dollars uh, to go what, what. You just sent me that Jason Momoa uh, two-minute. Yeah, I did. Good morning. Man. You're welcome. Yeah, I know. You're so welcome. don't criticize me. But I don't pay so for it. it we're going to take a break. When we come back, you're going to give us a little reading for September. Okay. Because that's going to be a little sneak peek about what people will get when they're on Patreon. Okay. Okay, we're back. So, um, it is, we are on the eve of the August month ending. We just had a great full moon. Great full moon. And uh, next week, we are launching our Patreon. Thank you to those of you who've already signed up, which is is crazy. crazy. And it's great and it's encouraging. Uh, Basically, uh, uh, Patreon's going to allow us to pay for us to get better and be better and um uh yeah help us (laughs) help us put donovan in a place where he can have a better life that's i mean the whole purpose of us starting to do this right um so uh one of the levels the five dollar level is you will do by video the card of the day and once a week you will do an outlook for yeah. the week and and then at the end maybe an outlook for the month so uh even though this is not being videotaped for five dollars you get the inspiration for the week and a card of the day yes yes the ten dollar will have extra videos yep. and uh other things super fun it's on our patreon page it's on there now we haven't posted any videos yet don't give us money till after september 1st and then uh, for $20, $20 is going to be the fantastic online workshop stuff talking at length about pretty much everything we talk about here, especially with spirituality and tools and stuff. 
and possibly have other teachers. Uh, and it's great to be able to get workshop uh, material. There are many. In it's the like many workshops. Like 20, it's yes. like 20 minutes of us yeah. showing you how to align your own chakras. Yeah. It's about how to keep calm. Reading What to cards, do in a cra- you crystals. Know. Um, med- basic meditation. How to alter. clean your stones. Yeah. How to inspire yourself. Maybe how to organize your closet, which Anything. I'm very good at. Yeah. Um, so anyway, this, let's do the month. Let's do September. Here we go. Here we go. September. Drum roll, please. There's no drum roll. Okay, so the first card I have is the Ace of Wands, which is the hand of, if you believe in God, hand of God or your own hand holding a rod, <laughs> which is about a new beginning, a spiritual experience. So this, the, the next couple of months, especially in the fall, is about really uh, coming together your own self. So it's the mind, body, and the spirit coming together and you coming up with ideas on how to better. It's all about self-care. So that's what's at the at the rest of September, and it's all about focusing. Oh. Yeah, I know. I have the Ten of Cups that came over, and the Ten of Cups is about family and abundance. It's all about, you know, putting your family as a priority and yourself. So it's yourself first, then it's your family, and it's about putting your ducks in a row. It's fulfillment. Really, it's, it's a fulfillment, yeah. but the way I'm seeing it right now until December is everybody's got to put their ducks in a row. And that means organizing your house, organizing your money, making sure the kids, if you have kids, have what they need to make sure you have what you need. A lot of people are getting new jobs. Yeah. A lot of people are changing careers or thinking about changing careers. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are not are letting go of the stagnant, trying to be entrepreneurs. Like it's all that because when we do the winter uh, solstice, when we do, when we do that, which we're going to do on Patreon is we're going to show you how to actually put out intentions, you know, um, for when spring comes. So we'll be talking about that. So, yeah, this is also a uh, lot of wands. Oh, my gosh. A lot of wands. She's the weed. Yeah, it's all about your messages. So Look at all these men. It's, it's incredible. Uh-huh. Uh, so everybody's headspace is really about looking forward and living in the present but moving forward. So investing doing things investing now to help you in the future mm-hmm. it's really letting go of the past that's mm-hmm. what this theme is well about. i also really hope this means a lot of people are registering to vote for the midterm elections i really believe that i believe mm-hmm. that this is part of it I, pe- I think that people are actually really looking at life differently in their environment and the people around them getting ducks in a row can mean your community getting more active in your community it's also about everybody going back to school but it's not just your kids it's adults are going back and trying to get enlightened so i think this is going to be a great time for it so i think that one of the things that a lot of people are struggling is finances. There's a lot of there's a lot of finance talk that's happening, and a lot of people are are really afraid to mm. yeah yeah that's interesting. So yeah, this is about family, and um, I just want to say to everybody right now that not everybody's going through the same situation, but can kind of relate to it. Is this if something? is difficult or if you doubt it don't do it if you are uncomfortable investing in money don't do it if you are uncomfortable um taking money out or buying a big purchase don't do it um i need you to trust your instincts when it comes to money because it's not really divine timing i need you to trust you think you're going to miss out on an opportunity but you're not It's supposed to feel good and it's supposed to be easy. It's supposed to feel right for if you have a family that, um, you know, if you if you are if you have a partnership or if you're married, um, 
and you're at odds at that, I need you to sit down and really talk about exactly what you want together uh, because that's going to be really pivotal for the next year. I hope that makes sense because we're all about obsessive connections now. All oh. about it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's some heavy duty. There's a lot of heavy out. things going on in, until December. So that's it, in September. So I just hope that that helps anybody, including myself. I didn't like those cards. You know, I liked it. Don't don't say that out loud. I'm trying. I want people stressed out. I want people happy. I'm giving advice. I'm giving advice. No, it's heavy duty. It's it seems like heavy homework. It's heavy. It's a lot. That's what I mean. Yes, that's what I mean. It's it is heavy homework. Heavy homework. People worrying about that. It's it is heavy homework. It really is like reflecting on what you're investing in, including yourself. Because a lot of people want to get their own businesses going. Mm. And I think they should. But you have to make sure that it's an idea, things that it should be easy. It shouldn't be hard. You shouldn't have to keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. You got you to gotta read the signs. You got to listen to the universe. Mm-hmm. And that's what September is about. I, that's what I got. Mm. So on a, I have to do an angel. I know that like not everybody is angel, but I'm uh-huh. an angel person. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull out an angel card. Because I okay. feel like well, this is the message we're getting for angels. And so one of the angel cards that I'm getting right now that I'm pulling out is this. Opal. Mm. It means your children on earth and in heaven are happy and well cared for by God and the angels. So Opal is about your children, and that's what September's about. A lot of people who are listening who have kids, or if they are teachers. Yeah. We have, pe- we have a lot of teachers who are listening. And if you don't have children and you have children that are in heaven, they're being well taken care of. There's mm-hmm. a lot of beautiful things about that. And another message that we're getting is we have to do stress management. Stress management, self-care. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't worry. Everything's going to be all right. You got this. You got this. You okay. Got this. On that note. This was a good conversation, Don. I felt like this was a really good conversation. I was just thinking, I don't know what to call it. I don't know. I don't know. Well, guess we're going to find out when we call it. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Okay, until next time. See you until next time. You got this. High five.